What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish. We're on now on episode. Well, this is going to get confusing because this one's going to come out before the one previously. So I think this is episode. Oh, okay. So this is. Well, don't worry about it. It's going to be a special. Is... Super League special. Hashtag this is, Super League special. This is just an episode um, of the Footy Fetish. We don't know which one, but it's a special, an ESL special, because obviously the last what, like forty-eight hours or fifty-six hours, whatever it is, has been yeah. pretty nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. Some very rich men have tried to ruin football boys. We st- and we stopped and them. And we stopped them. Yeah, stopped them so, in their tracks. That's, that's four. That's specifically. I'll, yeah, exactly. Single-handedly. Yeah. Um, Jürgen was so happy. Just... He, we we had a bit late night call, so um, oh, that's nice, all right. Nice, that's nice. Right. We dealt with it though. Nice. Um, so for anyone watching that doesn't know, I'll just quickly run through essentially what the ESL was. So the there was 12 teams involved, six from the Premier League, which was Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, United and City. Then you had three from the Serie A, AC Milan, Inter Milan and Juventus. Then you had three from the La Liga, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Now, essentially what this was, was a, a European Super League is essentially what it is. It was a team with these 15 teams were going to be in a league on their own, um, when they none of them could be relegated, there were going to be five spots for teams that could come up, and depending on how they did on the the, the season prior to the that one. Um, but yeah, essentially it was for money purposes to make them rich. Essentially, is what this was. Well, is there anything else you can say for a summary? Well, well, there's obviously loads going on with this. How some. Oh, nice trim H. We had a comment from uh, Shed Gaming is live in with us. Nice trim H. Oh. Um, but that was thank, obviously thank where you, like these founding members just couldn't be relegated, or like yeah, they, so they, were, they couldn't lose. Guaranteed. And also, they were going to be split. It was backed by J.P. Morgan, and they were going to be splitting a 3.5 billion um, grant, uh, infrastructure grant, upon signing the contract to join the Super League. It was around 300 million each. Um, Jesus. Bear in mind, yeah. you only make about uh, 150 million in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, loads of Loads of shit has been going on, but yeah, it was just crazy. Like, obviously, you know, you've got the UK government getting involved. Boris saying that he's um, he condemned it, and let me find it here. What else did he say? He said um, he said that he was prepared to drop a legislative bomb on the ESL, uh, which basically meant he was going to refuse to grant governing bodies um, endorsements, which basically meant that any he wasn't going to permit uh, give any work permits to players that were playing for or wanting to join a team in the ESL. So basically, they're giving the teams in the ESL a transfer ban. Um, wow, which is crazy. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, I also heard things about that legal? Um, they were going to stop people from um, like. You couldn't join an ESL t- um, team, like regardless of what where you yeah. were coming from. Um, if you were a part of an ESL team, you then couldn't also basically leave. Um, so yeah, a bit like you said, obviously like a like a transfer ban, but a permanent one. Yeah. Now so on, they'd just on, be stuck there forever. These, yeah. these players. On top of that, contract runs out again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, they had UEFA. And their president Alexander Se- uh, Seferin come out and uh, condemn the ESL and said uh, teams would be expelled from all international all international games. The Champions League, obviously, the Premier League, then came out and said that they wouldn't be. Well, I think they did say they wouldn't be part of the Premier League anymore. Am I right? Yeah. Um, all this. Kind of stuff, if you were part of the European Super League, you, you could not take part in anything, whether that be um, 
like league cups or the Premier League international duty, you could only basically play in the European Super League. Yeah. And quite funny is how personal this got because of, um, I think it's, is it Serafin and Agnelli are like very close friends, right? Yeah. One of them's the other, the other's um, godfather Godfather for their daughter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And basically, so I think Serafin had a phone call with Agnelli on Saturday and Agnelli, who is the um, chairman of, uh, or the owner, I believe, owner, sorry, of Juventus. Um, Agnelli said uh, they were happy with the Champions League and how things were going. And then obviously this week is then come out with the uh, ESL and that they're leaving. Um, So they've literally lost, it's gone personal. They've literally lost the friendships over this. And like, Godfathers and shit like that. It's like a, a fucking like the Real Housewives of international football. Um, I love it though. But then obviously you had like teams were going. Obviously Perez was going to be heading it as um, Florentino Perez, obviously the uh, chairman for Real Madrid, was going to be um, the president of the ESL. You had Stan Kroenke was going to be quite high up there. Um, all. John Henry and all that. Um, obviously, you two can speak a bit more about that, having uh, being them two being the owners of your teams. Um, yeah, it was, I even, even went to the part where the European SLT, uh, Super League teams left the European Club Association, which Ed Woodward and uh, someone else are very high up in. Um, they've already they've done that, so they can't go. I don't know if they can go back or not because they've already left. Probably, probably an application process. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we had PSG Dortmund and. Bayern all rejected the offers of Peter Porto and someone else as well. I can't remember who it was. I'm, I'm not 100% convinced about PSG. I think they wanted to see how the initial reaction was before they fully committed. because They're more was... politically savvy than the rest of the teams in this. Uh... Yeah, basically. But there was two. there's also two French unnamed French teams that were heavily involved but hadn't publicly come out and obviously signed up yet. There's only really, one. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a, there's only a, a handful that they, it could have been really. Yeah. One of them is Leon, Leon, Leon. PSG. Leon, yeah. I reckon. One of them has to I be think, PSG. That's the thing. I think Leal top of the French. They league, are currently, it? yeah. But if you go into historically wise, it would probably be like oh, a be Leon. Leon. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, maybe Sanetian. One thing that really made me laugh about the whole Dortmund Bayern and PSG rejecting it is that Perez came out and said that they weren't invited, and then the document leaked of the contract with all of their invitations in the contract he's like you cannot (laughs) you cannot have a super league without Bayern Munich you just cannot you can't it's absurd I mean they've got the not only have they got the history of being in a competition winning the competition but they're still like one of the best teams and they always have been it's ludicrous it's arrogant is what it is yeah Sure. Well, it's just they wanted money. So, like we were saying a bit earlier, we were chatting before we switched streaming. Different teams had their different reasons, right? Real Madrid had their reasons because they have racked up a huge bill and they are seriously in debt at the moment. As as like four hundred million, four hundred million in debt. Barcelona seven hundred um, something million. Exactly right. So, you know, and you got like we were saying, Arsenal, Spurs, like Milan. These kind of teams were wanted to get in there because they aren't competent enough to get there on merit they have to you know they need to uh have that safety of not being relegated any or anything like that and they're worried about more competent teams like leicester and, P- and uh west ham oh, who are coming through who could be a big team you know they don't care chelsea don't care if arsenal are big 
Chelsea don't care, or Man United don't care if Chelsea are big. What they do care about is if West Ham or Leicester sneak in here and upset the apple cart. That's what, what they want. They don't want to be sharing more money. They don't want any of this. They don't want to lose out in Champions League or Europa League. Um, it's fucked, man. It, the whole thing is fucked. And I'm so happy that, you know, we got out of it. But for yeah, now, yeah. we'll see. Turnover. Apparently, there's still teams in there. But who knows? But, I mean, there's, there's still some dodgy things they've managed to sneak in the new Champions and, League format. And oh, I do yeah. I, yeah, I also do want to say, like, before before like everyone talks about UEFA and, and the Premier League and FIFA and that, they aren't good guys either. No, let's, it, let's, they, get, that, it, let's get that out of the way. It is saying something 100%. that how, how they look like they're on the moral high ground. That's yeah. It speaks volumes yeah. that FIFA, UEFA are on the moral high ground here, which is weird to say. Well, yeah, like it's one of those films where a good guy has to has to team up with a smaller bad guy to beat a bigger bad guy mm, because yeah. they can't do it on their own. That's like after this, we really need to be pushing UEFA and FIFA and stuff to make changes to make the game more fair for everyone involved. We can't just stop here. We can't just you know think UEFA are heroes right now because they're really really not. They've had problems for years, yeah. so just want to clear that One up. Thing that's that's all right, that's all right, yeah. Very um, happy to sort of see is that Ian Wright put something on um, Instagram this morning. Uh, he's been doing this couple of little IGTV sort of things over the last couple of days. And um, he basically said this uh, this morning, he said obviously he's very, very happy about what's happened and how quickly they've managed to get over it. But this sort of shows that how big of a contribution money is. Because if money wasn't involved, what would this have happened like would this turnaround have happened so quickly and why can't if if this sort of thing can happen and cause such uproar within the whole footballing world why doesn't it happen with racism within football yeah. but so i was seeing Andros townsend posted something similar saying like you know you see these bans coming for players not to play internationally and i was like why can't we do that for racism yeah if you that, can that, ban that players happens, why can't we ban them that all of that happens within well, I think after um, the, these clubs announced that they were going to be, obviously, their intent to join this, the Super League, within 15, 20 minutes, I think most of the like UEFA and FIFA and stuff, they'd also then put out another statement saying that they're going to be, uh, every single club's going to be fined, uh, every club participant is going to be fined for between 50 to 60 billion euros. Mad. Yeah. And that is, that's that's you, you can't function no. being sued that much. None of those clubs have that's that money. Bank, that's bankruptcy immediately. Oh, yeah, of course. Doing. I mean, none no, of those clubs have that money like, at all. The thing is, they do, like, the pre these teams need to be punished. I know, obviously, it's, it's hard for you two, obviously, fans of two of these teams that are going to, that are in this situation, but they have to be punished in some way. There has to be a points deduction. There has to be a fine. There has to be a transfer embargo. There has to be something done because otherwise it's just going to happen again. It's going to happen again in 10 years' time. I think I think points deducted is a bit unfair on the teams because the teams weren't. From what my reaction was, unfair Jürgen Klopp didn't even, apparently didn't know until Mate, we It's knew. unfair on the players. It's unfair on the team when Berry went under. Yeah, but that was yeah. the same thing, incompetent management. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. Unfortunately, it will be unfair on the players, the fans and the team. It will be because the owners that you have in place are a disgrace and tried to destroy football. Literally. So... Unfortunately, they're going to have to be people. Are going, people that you know don't deserve it are going to have feel something because it has to happen to stop it from happening again. It has to. Like when Leeds went down, people lost jobs, all this kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because of incompetent stuff. Like it happens. When, when coronavirus happened, um, Arsenal had to um, make fifty-five of their staff redundant. But and then you've got Stan Kroenke talking about billions and billions of pounds on Zoom calls with all these other like. European Super League teams. It's 
it's yeah, it's horrible, and it, it's, it's such a kick in the nuts for some of these, for the staff and for all these other teams as well, and all these, the amount of people that you kind of think twelve teams joining a Super League, oh, that's not going to have that much impact on the rest of the footballing world. It has such a massive impact, and I think they just didn't take everything into consideration. And obviously, when it comes to money, money is king, cash is king. That's it's yeah. It's I don't know if you saw um, Perez go on that um, tin pot Spanish television show. Yeah. Uh, with that soft journalist who just gave him absolute layup questions. Um, <laughs> but he said, um, he just, he said that without the ESL, football would be uh, dead by 2024. And that 16 to 24 year olds aren't interested in football. And the games need to be shorter. He wanted to make games shorter. Why? Why? Well, I mean, we'd have 10 minute halves with 45 minutes in the middle for adverts. Yeah. There's like... already large periods of games where very little happens. Yeah. We don't need yeah. to give even less time for something to happen. Yeah, is it like it's just it's a bit mad. And then I don't know, it just all went a bit mad. Obviously, then you had like the uh, more players come out about it. Obviously, Jurgen Klopp spoke before his press uh, before the um, game against uh, Leeds. James Milner spoke afterwards, doubling down on what Jurgen had said, um, which is great. And then obviously you had uh, Pep come out to talk about it. You had all these different players come out. It started to yeah, Jordan Henderson. Obviously, he put a he uh, organised a play like a captains meeting. Yeah. Um, with the teams involved and they, they got it. I've heard that Maguire was quite a big voice uh, in the Manchester dressing room uh, to Ed Woodward directly about the situation. Yeah. Wow. Which is great to see. Yeah. Annoyingly, I was thinking at first, why am I not hearing anything about Aubameyang being involved? But obviously he's still recovering from malaria or whatever he got when he was on international duty and he's been in and out of hospital. So I can more understand from that side of things. But... He's still been putting stuff on social media about it, which I can obviously appreciate, but he's not been as vocal as uh, some of these other teams, which I was really kind of annoyed about at first. But and then obviously, yeah, you kind of think about the, the deeper story behind it and it's, it's a bit more understandable. But um, I would have been interested to see, these... like, um, sorry. sorry to interrupt, um, like if it did go through and this league did happen, how many players actually stuck to their word and refused to play in that league? Because I don't think it would be that many at all. I it think wouldn't most be that of them. Many. Most of them would. Not would when play they see their, even without the international their, games and stuff. Yeah, not when they see their paychecks that are going to come through. They wouldn't. Oh, um, yeah, I, 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 I believe then. Henderson would refuse, and I believe Milner would refuse, but the rest of them, I can't. I can't be sure. That's the thing. If you're earning double the amount that you're earning just from the Premier League alone, you're going to be pushing your team to be paying you more, and you're going to get something back from it. Um, so, yeah, I, I can understand what you mean. It was good to see, obviously, Gary Neville and, and Joey Carragher and um, Steve Parrish, bloody hell, talking about uh, it on Monday Night Football. I think they all gave pretty good, uh, pretty good speeches, I suppose you could say, on the whole thing. It was quite interesting from Steve Parrish saying about like how these owners, like, it's only this is just like. This is what has just drawn everyone's attention to it, but they've they've actually been doing this for years, like sneakily putting in little clauses, making changes that you don't really read about because they're coming in the years ahead. They're not right now. Um, and he said that like the disparity has been like between them teams and and the and the rest of the teams, the rest of the fourteen teams is has been is big and it has been big for ages. Do you know what I mean? And like this is just sort of um, 
was it the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever they say um this one one Um, thing that i do have to say though is as much as i'm not really his biggest fan fair play to gary neville gary neville was a proper driving force behind Mm -hmm. everyone everyone kicking off about it. he was one of the first people to speak up about it live on tv as well obviously players like jamie carragher obviously got involved as well but yeah he was a, a big player in sort of getting everyone rallied up and getting people pissed off to to clearly show these these team owners and everything what they're actually doing and what the consequences will be if they go if they go through with this so yeah he's got a unique angle of being um a lifelong like proper football fan of one of these clubs um uh, like a legendary well-known player and the owner of a football league pyramid club yeah so he one of the few people who understand some old angles and he perfectly summarised how the public were feeling about it. Definitely. I quite quite like to see him if they are gonna bring in like a um a regulate a regulatory whatever it is, you know, a body to make sure that nothing's going wrong. It, you know, these these owners are doing their uh, due diligence and all that. Um it'd be quite cool to see Gary Neville involved in that. Yeah. I think definitely. he can obviously he can definitely be impartial. We've seen him critique Man United over the years. Um, and um, he, you've seen him sing praises about Liverpool, so we know he can be impartial and this kind of thing. And I think he would do a great job. Um, Definitely. But I mean, I know that there's a, there's a meeting either taking place today or tomorrow with the 14 Premier League teams, the rest of them. And I've what I've been reading on the Athletic and Sky Sports is that they are heavily pushing for punishments for all the teams, which is what we said earlier. It's like fair enough. And that also they are pushing for executives and people higher up at these teams to be sacked. And to have fresh faces come in because they don't want anyone tied to this yeah. going forward, which I think is completely fair enough. I'd get behind that 100%. If I mean, yeah, I would me, I think me and Ollie to get rid of Kronke right now. I think me, well, me and Ollie I've, I've said for a little while now that I, I hate him for at least two or three years. I've said I, I absolutely hate this guy. And this is just final nail in the coffin for me. He's just a, the worst human being in the world. I well, this fucking is, hate him. That's the thing. So I don't actually know any Arsenal fans that like him. And no, Athletic no. reported, I was reading an article with Athletic, they reported that Arsenal were actually at the centre of this more than it was reported or people know about. Probably. Due oh, yeah. to Stan Kroenke. Yeah, it was like the, one of the vice yeah. chairmen of, uh, of the uh, Super League. It's just you nuts. look at the type of guy he is, I'm not surprised at all. Nah. Well, he, the, well, he owns two, Amer- two American sports teams. Though. Yeah, he owns the Denver yeah. Nuggets. Um, someone else, I can't remember who, but yeah, he yeah. obviously puts a hell of a lot of money into those organisations and nothing into Arsenal. He owns the Rams, doesn't he? That's it, yeah. The but, and you, I mean, look at that. Look at that. He got hold of the Rams and he took it from St. Louis to LA. Like, yeah, big money. Back to. Like, I mean, it's probably a good move, to be fair, St. Louis or LA, to be fair to him. Um, oh, but, they, they were LA before they went to St. Louis, Ah, Harry, we, we want this to fit our narrative. <laughs> uh, but no, that's probably a good point. Yeah, he's putting, obviously, so much money into these other clubs, but he's showing very little to no support for Arsenal and he hasn't for a long, long time. And Richard for three is the biggest global brand as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. 100%. Absolutely. There's no progression about it. It's, it's the one he can make money off of, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. But it's, yeah, he's, he's just a joke of a human being. I've hated him for a long time. His son's heavily involved with the club as well. He's got a, I think, a non-executive uh, role um, in the sort of senior management. But just, yeah, hate him with a passion. Get out of the club. It would be good to see 
all of the, obviously we've seen Ed Woodward go already. Uh, it'd be good to see the Glazers get out of Manchester. It'd be good to see FSG get out of Liverpool. LeBron, you can't come here and ruin football. Um, <laughs> no matter how much. No, I'm really joking. No uh, stick him up top. Take. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it'd be interesting. Abramovich, that's a big one. Because I don't think Chelsea fans are going to want to get rid of Abramovich. Nobody pumping well, money thing. in. Apparently, apparently Abramovich has been one of the main forces trying to obviously get out of the Super yeah. League all that sort of stuff and apparently he was very much well a lot of these owners were blindsided um yeah. I don't know how much that's true um some of them definitely more than others I think the ones that like Cronke and um Perez and stuff they were definitely not really blindsided they were the, some of the driving forces behind getting it actually yeah, the glazing the whole thing off and but some of the other teams that weren't as in, well, their owners weren't as involved with the, the the hierarchy of the Super League. I think they they were probably yeah lied to and uh, I think yeah a bit blindsided. But because um... Abramovich and Sheikh Mansour don't need the Super League, well, not at all. Like money wise, they just don't need it. Um, obviously, it'd be nice, but they just don't need it. Um, so I think there was like obviously there's been talks that that was just a more of a fact of them just missing out rather than wanting to be in it for those reasons. Still not a good reason, do you know what I mean? You still went and did it, do you know what I mean? You didn't have the balls to not go and do it, like Bayern, Dortmund and PSG, although PSG I don't want to give too much credit to. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit mad, man, to be honest. Uh, Ed, yeah, Ed Woodward stepping down, Manchester United fans must be absolutely thrilled. Oh, definitely. Like, well, he's, he's not he's not stepping down to the end of 2021, but he is at least stepping he is down. He's going to not be there at some point, which is nice. A nice uh, light at the end of the tunnel for United yeah, fans. Now so. it's just the Glazers, obviously. There's still that overlooming problem of them lot. Um, yeah, they've obviously uh, sent a, a post to the uh, group chat earlier on Instagram um, about their, their apology letter. I haven't read for all of it because it's kind of a bit... Don't get me started on apologies. It's just very generic and just a bit bullshit, really. But if you look at the, all the comments underneath, they're just going in on the Blazers. It's ridiculous. People are like, oh, shut up. Like, um, no one believes you. No one's reading this. Um, basically, just going off on one. And just, yeah, no one believes what they're saying. And you, you're going to have to do a lot now to get people's trust back. And it's more, it's about actions and not just words. That's at it. the moment you need to we need to see the changes we need to physically be able to know what's happening instead of just going oh yeah my bad um turns out it wasn't a great idea you guys didn't like it sorry um that's it like it's, like, it's, it's the timing of it as all as well obviously covid um it being a, the working man's game and they're trying to take advantage of the working man um like six yeah, days for the end of the season yeah, yeah. and i mean dan Levy, man, he sacked Jose because he was like, right, all the money that is sacked Jose, I'm just going to recoup that back straight from the uh, ESL. We'll get another big manager. Now he's down. The, he's not got the ESL. He's not got a manager. He's got a cup final in a, like a week's time or less than a week's time. Um, Ryan Mason taking charge. He's got Ryan Mason is the head coach of Tottenham right now. Like, and yeah. big respect to Ryan Mason. Obviously, he to, it's a shame what happened to him in his playing career. But Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Jesus Christ! Really, really bad position. It's a tough job, but 
he is not going to receive a single bit of blame for anything that happened. No, no not at all. Not. But he's going to receive a lot of answer. It's a, it is a bit of a... he can deal with it. Because if he wins the game, he's going to be sort of lauded as a, 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 a great guy or whatever. If he loses, they're going to go, well, he's just lost his first, well, basically his first game um, against Pep in the final when yeah. all of this has just happened. You can't blame They could him. lose 8-0 and people would be like, oh, yeah, unlucky, mate. Hendry's like, yeah. commented, Cronky out. Yes, Andrew. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, so, how uh, would you guys, uh, to the Arsenal, uh, to Ollie and uh, uh, Mark, how, how would you guys feel about, like, say, hypothetically, you had a, a point deduction? Say, you start next season with, like, minus 30 points, 20 points. Well, how if they do a point that? deduction, I'd rather they do it this season because for both teams, it's pretty much. It is okay. what it well, is. The, the way they usually do it is it rolls yeah, on to the next can, season. Isn't yeah. It? So. Yeah. Um, just twenty points. You, someone if might, it's twenty points you... for you this season, that would might send you down, Ollie. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, like, that is something that I mean, if we're doing the right thing, that's what should happen, right? Um, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. So I, I understand. Like, I, I wouldn't start kicking off saying it. You know, it's, it's a bad call because they, an example needs to be set. But at the same time, I know for a fact that I say I know for a fact. Like, I don't fucking talk to them. But I have, you know, on all of my Instagram feeds, there not has there's not been one moment where a player has agreed with it or a player knew about this was going to happen or Jurgen Klopp didn't know this was going to happen in such advance to make his own opinion. He found out sort of when we found out. All the players found out. When we, so I, I personally think it would be quite unfair to punish the actual team. But you, I, I think you got to hurt, hit him where it hurts. And obviously that's their pockets. So... I think a massive fine, a massive, yeah. massive fine. Fine. fine won't be big enough. Yeah, fines, fines regardless of what happens, they don't give a shit. More damaging to them is them you know, starting. This, this is my, this is my opinion. What I think will happen is a massive fine and threat of relegation. That's that's what I think will, will happen. Is fair point. You made a good argument there. To be fair, hitting them where it hurts. I haven't thought about it like that. Because yes, does it hurt? I don't care. I don't think. Does I don't think they'll. Well, I mean, about a couple but, of mil getting. He's a billionaire. No, that's but, the thing. Yeah, that's, it's, that's true. Uh, I think regardless. Do they care about a few million? Because they're not going to fine him ten million, twenty million pounds, are they? They're going to well, fine him a couple of million at most, and these are billionaires we're talking about. Henry. I agree that it should be. It should be like proper points deductions or relegations whatever. Hendry, Hendry said, um, "Mark might be right that City might not make the top four position." <laughs> top seven, mate. It's top seven, um, then. If they get hit with that, imagine, I, imagine who, they end up seven. the Prem, then is it Western? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Leicester, Leicester will win the Prem, you know. Leicester will win the Prem. We'll come seventh. Well, West Ham could still catch him, to be fair. Yeah, true. But I, it's just a bit yeah. of a. Like, it is a mad one, obviously. Like I think they should be punished, and I, and I do completely understand where you're coming from. The team, the players, and like the manager shouldn't be punished. But unfortunately, as I said with Barry earlier. It's, yeah, it so happens the other way, so just because you're a big team doesn't mean it's not happening your way. I think no, because I mean, you're a big team, you're going to receive harsher punishment. And I won't, obviously, I'm, I'll be annoyed if Liverpool gets slapped with like minus 30 points, whatever. But at the same time, I'd, I'd be like, well, from what happened, they almost tore us from a domestic like league. Like, what the fuck? So. They I'd tried understand. To destroy, they, they tried, tried to destroy, destroy your football. Club. Yeah, your literally. Club's history as well so I was that. like, Fuck them. Like, FSG, I, I don't really, like, the last five years, whatever FSG has done to sort of try and really build a relationship with the fans, 
as much as they probably have tried they've decided to just absolutely shift on it with not telling us what they wanted to do just saying this is what we're going to do basically disregards the fan base's opinion even though the club everyone probably every Liverpool fan feels or every football fan feels like a club isn't just sort of like watching a TV show it, it is something you follow for your life and it is something you really do care about and it is like I'm sure a lot of people find it weird when you if you go oh yeah when you say we in football it's rather than saying oh Liverpool you go oh yeah we this we that we feel that because it is like your club yeah. it's like who you yeah, who you will support I mean it's really it's rare I guess for people well, the football change football fans. clubs are owned by the fans. It's just that these people are just coming in to run it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I've just had a look, and um, if they hit them with thirty point deduction this season, that puts Arsenal nineteenth uh, as it stands. It puts Spurs eighteenth. Oh my god! And it puts Liverpool seventeenth. But that's with games to play, that could could still change. Oh my it would god! Put, do it. It would put do City. It, do it! Do it! Do it! Do it. Um, if all, if all the teams got punished, it would put City fifth. Oh my god! Oh my god! Because of all the big six, because of all the big six going down, they would be fifth. They would be behind Leicester, West Ham, Everton, and Leeds. Who would they oh. be above? Sorry, like who's so we'd be okay. like? I think we'd be like seventh, eighth. If, if that was to happen, like the way it goes, because it would be like us, Wolves, and Southampton just below them. The thing is, you say obviously yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you would you would just be ahead of Man United, Alf. <laughs> the thing is, obviously, you say about. Four points off you, don't want, you don't want these, like the, the players, to sort of incur sort of any fines or any sort of repercussions from this, because it's not necessarily the players or the manager's fault, but. At if, all, it's none of them. Yeah, if, if they do get hit with the point deduction, which will obviously affect the players, then there's, uh, sorry, if they don't get hit with um, the point deduction, then City will still win the league. And if they just get a financial penalty, it has to be pretty significant to have a, a big yeah. sort of impact on what, like, the amount of money they're going to win, what they're going to get from winning the Premier League in the first place. They could go. Oh, we'll find each club ten million or whatever, but we're also so, about to give you fifty-five million for winning, or however yeah. much for winning. <laughs> we'll just give you forty-five million for winning, and we'll call it quiz. Yeah, exactly. Essentially, it's... what they're going to say. Well, they could do is um, fine them. Sorry, Mark, and fine them, and say all any and all rewards from league position this year you can't have. Donate to the fourteen other teams in the league. Split the pay. Yeah. So technically, you'll come top with seventy-four, but the title will go to Leicester. Oh, no! I'd and, rather see and Champions League qualifications see... will go to the four highest other teams. I, what I would genuinely love to see is this season just play out as normal. Whoever wins wins, but next season, all the top six start with minus thirty points. That's what I would like. That, to see. That would be and the ideal number because then there would be just like... enough where they could yeah. be relegated. <laughs> yeah. That would be so sick to see. Yeah, Hendry's um, hit us with a question. How good would it be for West Ham, Leicester, Everton, and Leeds to be in the Champions League? Oh, I'd love for it. Team, love it. Money-wise, it would be dog shit. But for us as fans, it would be the best thing ever. I would love it. Because if you I think about it, if they have, they might happen uh, to the other teams as well. So the I want only... Celta Vigo versus <laughs> the West only Ham big team to be like Bayern and PSG. Celta Vigo versus West Ham is the Champions League final next year. That's what it's going to be. Oh, um, that'd be brilliant. It'd be insane. Um, 
going but back yeah. to Jose quickly, sorry. Obviously, apparently the, one of the main reasons he was fired was because he re refused to take the players onto the training ground to train because of this whole Super League. Um, and it apparently it caused a, an explosive row, which pretty probably ended up in him being sacked. But like me and Alf were just discussing before the um, podcast, he's made nearly 80 million euros in compensation from being sacked across his career. Oh 80 God. million euros oh. in compensation. The, the, eight, eight oh. Yeah, eight zero. Damn. That is a lot. 15 million just from Tottenham alone. And then obviously however many other clubs he's been sacked by previous to that. Yeah. Well, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I might just become a football manager, just get sacked. Just keep getting hired, keep getting sacked. It. Do it, do it. It's gonna be my career, um, not actually football, just getting sacked. Hopefully he doesn't want that much money when he comes to Palliston. <laughs> be your, I'll be your assistant manager if you want, Mark. All right, mate. That's, that's the deal. But yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. What did you think of the John Henry apology video? Because I just like, I just never realised how ugly that man is until I watched uh, that video. And how American he sounded. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, oh. it was a very, it was very, very cheesy. Although oh. I, it felt sincere. It was just like you didn't write it. I was like, I know you didn't write no, this apology, mate. Like, teleprompter. Exactly, like a fucking robot. Jesus. Reminded me of Logan Paul's apology video. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it is interesting. Like, I think uh, it, it's just a nice day that America's tried to do something. We've told them to fuck off and they've had to fuck off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They haven't managed to bully their way into doing what they wanted to, which is yeah. what they do. In every one of the uh, posts I sent you guys yesterday about I wonder who's performing at the Super League halftime show. And <laughs> it's just so, so much stuff like that that I think that these owners, these American owners, are, are trying to bring over to England to obviously make more money to try and bring more, more of an audience in. But quite frankly, I don't want to see Beyonce performing at a halftime at, at the Super League or any football show, really. Um, maybe the, the the Champions League. Maybe I think you had Dua Lipa what, what, a couple of years ago that performed at the uh, Champions League final. But something <laughs> like that is a, bit, a little bit more understandable. That was pre-game, but something that's going to be a consistent thing going forward. Like obviously the Super League was going to be. We don't want to see any of that stuff. It's just that's very. To the bar. Exactly. This was only the start as well. That this was only the start. Like the the, you, the Super League games wouldn't even end up being at the Emirates, or, or, or it would be Chelsea versus Real Madrid or Man United Real Madrid in New York, and then the next week they're in Qatar, then they're in Australia. It would go worldwide. Yeah. And Ironically, it would have been a great opportunity for Abramovich to be able to go to a Chelsea game again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd end up with like Istanbul Arsenal. Yeah, it would be yeah. like London Chelsea. It would be teams situated in everywhere around the world, and and it's because it's not these these owners. They don't want us to go to these games. That's the last thing they want is us fans that will only buy a ticket and yeah. just go and watch the game. They don't want that because we'll go to a pub beforehand, have a few beers. We'll go to a pub afterhand, get some food, and have some more beers. Right? We only buy the ticket when we go to games. They, they, they want these. You know, sorry to say it, dickhead uh, American families and people from also around the world that are going to go with five of them, pay £100 a pop for tickets, they're going to get decked out like absolute wankers and all the gear from the gift shop. They're going to go spend all the money on food and stuff at half time with popcorn and hot dogs, all this shit. That's what they want. They don't want us to go to football. They hate the proper football fans. Why, would they, why, would, why would they like them? We're not going to spend money. They want people to spend money. We pre They want the new fan, and they don't want season ticket holders. They want a new fan in the same. They want a new fan in the same seat every game. 
Yeah. And that's what they want. And it's and I'm so happy, man. I'm just so happy they Yeah, man, they I over, think that was inspiring over... as hell. That was sick. I'm so <laughs> I'm just so happy they overextended their hand and they fucked it. Massive. Yeah. Um, what I would like to see is a like a, a new competition for like where you you'd actually see club teams play teams from other continents that is actually good, unlike the Club World Cup, because no one cares about right. the Club World Cup. It's, no. it's short and it's it's boring on a stupid it's, time. It's slightly more interesting than a preseason, like yeah, like the Emirates Cup at the at the preseason. Like, I, I would like to see like Fluminense play against you know. Like just something, something different, <laughs> something you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It just this is, cool. but this is the thing. It it's not fair enough to the lower lower league teams who who don't ever 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 get the chance. Unlike obviously we're seeing West Ham West Ham having a good season, Leicester now consistently up there. But it's all the other teams who just deal with being mid table teams, never like never being bad enough to be relegated and then coming back up. But never, never, be, never being able to be like get the good players, get a good ball rolling, to to really make it up and get into other competitions and e express their um, fans' wishes, to, you know, to see their club in like Europa or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's you never, and you're never going to see these clubs sign your your Harlands, your Mbappes, because they just don't ever get the good competition. They can't pay the wages as well. And that's another thing that pisses me off of Haaland trying to be the first player to what, earn half a million a week. But well, why do you need that money? Was, was it a wants... million a week? Yeah, well, I think, um, what was it? Neymar wanted uh, a million a week for his latest contract, but they laughed at him. Um, I think ha Haaland at the moment, or Haaland, is um, he's asking for 650,000 euros or something a week, which for a player of his talent is it's fair enough but you think he's very new on the scene still and he could be decent for this year and maybe next year but he could completely fall off and he could be he could be a couple of season wonder and that's, not his, the that's, that's his salary now the fuck is his salary going to be in six seven years time yeah, yeah outrageous too much for um, a club to handle and it's like obviously going back to what you were saying about the you know it just cancels out all the hopes of teams ever doing anything you know, it was like what Steve Parrish said on Monday Night Football. He was like, he said, I've owned the football team. I've, I now own the football team I've supported since I was four years old. Wow. He's like, as naive as I am, as I as naive as this may sound, I have dreams and hopes that we will one day play in Europe. What's the point of all of this if this ESL thing happens? That will never happen. It's like, you know, that's what you want to see in football, isn't it? Part of being an attractive I... club is being able to play European football. You hear so often now, I want to go and play Champions League. I want to go do this. Like with Zaha, he wants to play in Europe. He wants to play in the Champions League. You see yeah. all these these big names that clubs would realistically be able to get if they had European football. And it's about giving those these smaller clubs the opportunity as well. But they would have had some sort of opportunity if the European Super League went through, but not on the right grounds. That's it. I, I, yeah, I don't want Man United versus Real Madrid. I don't want uh, every week, man. <laughs> the novelty would wear off very quickly. Yeah, man. I don't yeah. want to see it. It's, far, it's, it's it's way better watching Man United play like West Brom and get beaten. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's way better. Even if the game doesn't look that much, that look that fun. West the Brom, Chelsea. Is, you know, 
everything. It's just so much. Exactly, oh, man. Oh, one of one of the two good teams that were playing won. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, it, it's crazy. And I, I, tell, I will say one thing. Uh, over these last couple of days, I am now really looking. I've got off the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup for a couple of years now. Just haven't bothered with it. I'm so looking forward to watching them games now. I think it's sort of, I don't know if it's done it for everyone, but it's sort of reinvigorated games that weren't even that interesting to me. Well, the I, thought of them never happening again has made me want to watch them. I think this is great for someone like Harry, who supports a championship team, obviously, with that aspiration to come up. I've started to pay because I've been really annoyed lately with like the Premier League and everything happening, obviously, with Super League now. Harry knows this. I've started a career with Reading on FIFA and just playing all those championship teams i was like these are good teams like these aren't bad teams <laughs> there's a lot teams. of talent in the championship well, i'll be yeah. honest bro i think the championship is probably the best footballing product in the world right and like it really like really like the, the the level of football and the love for the game everything like that is such a perfect almost perfect balance you don't have these rich assholes in that league you have you know wholesome teams almost if you know what i mean that, people who play football that's, that's the thing like yeah, once you so different team wins every year, and the standard is good. Let's not get it twisted. The standard is very good. Is it quite like, competitive as well? Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's, it's quite it's, close. Yeah, yeah, most most years, yeah. I mean, Norwich has been by far the best team this year, but um, you will have the odd team that's come down that will a, go straight back it's up again. Scrappy, it's scrappy. Yeah, it doesn't always happen. You see, Sunderland got relegated, you know, back to back years. Do you know what I mean? Your Portsmouth, Port Portsmouth Lee, yeah. all the Nottingham Forest. It's yeah. All of these teams have it's happened, man. Could be an Arsenal next. Could be a Spurs. Well, that's the thing. If if they were to do something like that, like I sort of mentioned in uh, previously, if they were to relegate all of these big, these top six teams down to the lowest league possible, and they just have to work their way up, that, that that would be really entertaining. But it would also be really fucking boring because, like, are these teams going to keep their players? If they're not going to be earning as as much, because uh, all the teams aren't going to be earning as much, and they're not going to be playing the players as much, and they're not, going to, are these players going to want to stick it out for four or five years, however long it takes to get back up the chain again? And if there's six of these teams, obviously not all six can be promoted every season, so it's just going to, it will be entertaining, but at the same time, it's also if these teams do keep a lot of their good players, then all these other teams around them are going to have not a chance in hell of winning. Obviously, you No, well, no, but it, they they would be prepared for that and they'd take the income and the revenue that the league would generate. Oh, yeah, definitely. These people watching those games. I mean, that says everything, doesn't merchandise it? Merchandise coming to that league that gets shared out between the clubs. Like, the best example for that hypothetical situation is what happened to Rangers 10 years ago. Yeah. Where they, they did have a lot of players who stuck with them um but it took them about longer than it should have done to get back into the Premier it was League. probably about, about juventus, juventus had it um but yeah in that time you got you got to see a new rangers the fans stuck with them um and celtic ended up dominating but i mean in the premier league it'll probably be be a bit more of a, a battle this is the thing obviously we had juventus got banned for their cheating scandal uh, well, they got they got dropped down the leagues. You know, you had Buffon stayed with them. I think Del Piero stayed. Like these players, you know, if they really love the clubs, they'll stay, man. They will. Um, obviously, I don't know what the situation at Arsenal is like. You know, what will happen? It'll be difficult. We don't. I mean, any of these clubs, we don't know. I imagine, you know I imagine I mean? Rashford would stay. Rashford would stay. There's a few players that I imagine would stay. Um, 
Yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a few from each team. I think that will, but I think there's going to be a lot that won't. Oh, there's a lot that won't. Yeah, because yeah. You, you're not going to keep players like, um, well, say Kevin De Bruyne, for instance, or um, whoever it may be. You're not going to keep some of these massive players, some of the best players in the world, just because they're like, oh no, you know, I, I will stick with you guys. They're going to want to be playing top level football, and they're not going to want to be obviously relegated all the way down and then, like you say there are going to be the, the passionate players the the players like the Buffons that have been at their respective clubs for years and years and years but there's a hell of a lot of players that have only recently joined in the last couple of years that won't have that same passion um, so uh, in all honesty at, the, at this point with Arsenal I'm all up for us being relegated why not I think it's going to make a. It, it'll make, honestly it'll probably make the like um, mental health of a lot of Arsenal fans increased significantly. <laughs> we got to get a couple of promotions. That's always fun. Exactly. We'll be winning yeah. more games. We could get promoted. Hopefully, that will get rid of Stan Kroenke as well. At this point, I'm I'm willing to try anything, and I think it would be a bit more entertaining for for us, and we would hopefully stop having people take the piss out of us as much. But you oh, know, I don't know if that would ever stop. It, it, it could be even Although more. Because you'll, you'll still have fans. our championship points record. Yeah. The fans, the figures of Arsenal, you've got those vocal fans that will still think that they're a big team, even if they're in League Two. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's just what's going to happen, isn't it? But yeah. I don't think that should happen. I just think the 30 point um, points deduction at the beginning of next season, let them fucking. Let's see what they're made of. Let's see what these teams are actually made of. Let's get scrappy and see if they can actually. If they can stay up, then forgi- we've forgiven. Well, um, not forget. I, think it would be, I genuinely think this. it would be the most exciting Premier League season of all time. Well, speaking, speaking of um, scrappy, Hendry uh, said it was funny that the CEO of Palace said their chances of playing in Europe is a dream. Sounds like he's not confident it will ever happen. Lol. Then he. Well, did. I mean, we are. We are. You know, not very. Why big would time. he be when there's? So many things in place to keep the good teams. That's it. And that's carry it. on being the good team. That's it. That's and that's that it. is the problem we are addressing. Hendry is, is teams like Palace have a dream to want to be in, you know, Europe and stuff like that. But I don't know if you know that. I don't know. Sorry, Hendry, just quickly, mate. I don't know if you know how football works, right? But there are big teams. There are like <laughs> middle part teams that are a little bit smaller, man. That are still in the Premier League, top of the Championship. You have the smaller teams. You have your Lutons, all these. Kind of, then you have grassroots football. This is like amateur, schoolboy level. You know how people get introduced into the game. So that's how it works. There's levels. There's tiers to clubs. Uh, Arsenal, see, see, you, see what you've done. There's, t- see what you've done. there's tiers to clubs. I don't know no, if you know that's how it works. Um, that's, yeah. Anyway, where were we, Mark? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Had to be said. But different teams will have different objectives. Um, like Sheffield haven't started this season thinking, right, we're really going to push. We're going to win the league this year. If it gets to partway through, like the first quarter of the season, they're doing quite well. They might think, yes, we could potentially win. But from the offset, they're not going out there to win the Premier League because realistically, they don't have any chance to do that. Yeah. And each team has different expectations for that club in, in in that respective season. Next year, it could be to to win the Premier League, but it could also be to do something else. Like who knows? And uh, with Palace as well, they're not expected to get into Europe, and they're not. It's not something that's going to happen just miraculously. It's going to take time, and yeah. it's a it's a long process. And we've had consistent growth. We we in 2010 we were in liquidation. We were about to be buried. We were about to not exist. And then a fan-driven 
consortium of you know of business owners bought the team, including Steve Parrish. Um, and in four years, we were in the Premier League, and we've been in the Premier League ever since. We now have a Category One academy, who uh, which are under 18s are currently top of the Premier League South, and our under 23s are fourth in the Premier League. So you know. Things are going pretty well. Arsenal haven't beaten us in two seasons, so I don't know, Hendry. What's? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I have got slightly triggered there a little. Hope bit. That, I hope that right. answers the question, but, Hendry. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, mate. <laughs> well, he, he, he did. He Thanks did follow for watching. up. He did follow up with your. He said Alfie, and then they put the fishing emoji uh, before before I read it out. So you you've done him well. You, you've 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 delivered. Um, yeah, Hendry. So that's how football works. Uh, so, um, but yeah, no, uh, it is interesting. Um, yeah, I don't even know what we thought we were talking about before I went on that. Well, um, I it was thought... each team's expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all different for everyone, isn't it? That's just how it works. Um, but yeah, start, it would be quite cool to see them. Yeah, those teams start with like minus 30 points would be fucking hilarious. Best what season. have you got here, Mark? Let me switch it up quickly. Um, I thought we could have a look at that 50 plus one rule where I think that has now sort of come into fruition or a lot of people are paying a lot yeah. more attention to that so obviously um i think you guys probably know a bit more than i do because i was literally i didn't really know about this until obviously recent few days um it says here the 51 rule guards against this in short it means that clubs and by extension the fans hold a majority of their own voting rights under german football league dfl rules football clubs will not be allowed to play in the bundesliga if commercial investors have more than 49 percent stake and whilst i was reading that we got a follow Woo! Woo. My sign. was that you alfie because it's from alfie 1306d it's not but what cool. a legend Who, whoever that was say hi in the chat let us know uh someone, someone called alfie so Big welcome, up. welcome. Thanks legend. for the follow. Thanks for the follow. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Um, in essence, this means that private investors cannot take over clubs and potentially push through measures that prioritise profit over wishes of supporters. The ruling simultaneously protects against reckless owners and safeguards the dem dem uh, democratic custom of German <laughs> clubs. I thought it said domestic. Um, nice. I think that's very topical. I don't know about you guys. That well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's know. why Dortmund and Bayern aren't in this thing. Um, it's cool. I think it'd be a really good idea. I don't know how it works implementing it, and because obviously you have these, you know, the Glazers and people like this involved and owning the teams. So uh, I don't know how it would work, but um, I think it's a great idea. I don't see, yeah, either that or get like, uh, you know, uh, uh, people, you know, keeping checks and balances of these, you know, a body that's outside of football and that kind of thing, um, keeping a check on things. Whichever, yeah. I think the fan thing, yeah. It would definitely be cool because it, it just feels like we're more football, isn't it? I guess. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Football is in control of the fan. Uh, um, the fans are in control of the, the team, essentially. It's mm. not like one fan could suddenly turn around and take the piss and say, oh, I'm actually going to have a free season ticket because that's not how it works. It's more but to that, do then with. Then it's actually like it's actually living up to the name football club. Like it's actually yeah. a club that you are part of rather yeah. than something you go to pay a bit of money enjoy it for once in a while it's, a it's not club? it's not content yeah. at that point it's not 100%. content when you it's, it's just like netflix but you're there is is basically how i think some of these americans see it it's just it's, yeah. it's entertainment it's not wwe it's 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 not not okay. all of this stuff i think because of their very recent history uh like america they're still a fairly young country all things considering and a lot of what they do is 
driven by money and to it's, it's to make money it's to grow a business it's to be a corporation whereas obviously with football it's been such a it's been a thing for so many years that there's a lot of tradition behind it there's so much history behind it americans don't have that same history that like so english and a lot of uh, uh. europe have especially when it comes to the sort of these these um, sort of sports and their teams there's a lot of passion that goes behind like a, a, a supporter of a football club and you see you see even just by if you compare going to an NFL game or even an MLS game to a Premier League game you hear all you got all these um, players like in the Premier League all these um, supporters standing up screaming still like singing together shouting all having like being very very passionate but when you're over in America if you're screaming and having a good time you get kicked out of the stadium because that's not what it's there for they're, they're there to be watch. yeah you're, you're, you're there you can watch and you can have fun but don't have too much fun because otherwise we're gonna have to let it kick you out um because that's not that's not how we work here there's a lot of passion when it comes to the premier league and um you know there's there's those times where you you're deep into youtube and you're you don't know why you're on that video but you're on that video and uh, I, I fell into that hole the other day and i was watching uh, an american guy react to um some of the best uh, english premier league um chants and he said it's crazy how passionate that they are and like obviously a lot of them are quite Sort of insulting as well and stuff like that and they say if you've ever even dreamt of anything like that over at the mls or nfl nba whatever association it is then like you'll instantly be kicked out that's not acceptable over there but if for england it's it's what it's what our passion is and um it's i don't the, know like, very, very let the referee thing. know yeah. Yeah, exactly. If the referee's being a wanker, he's being a wanker. You've got to tell him. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Is like, it's just, just because those get, those sports were brought up on like two different values. Like the football's brought up on working class, right? And that's it. Whereas American football and the NBA and stuff were built as businesses. That's basically right, their primary yeah. function. That's what it is. To quote Troops from the other day, he was on a podcast that I listened to the other day, and he said the NBA is a business, the NFL is a business, but football is a sport. And that's literally what it is. You can't have this. I, th- I think the origin of base is quite similar yeah but it's just like and i i do agree with you the passion thing but i i as a fan of nba and and nfl there are, there is passion in those sports for sure like they there's more on a collegiate level um where which is kind of more similar to what we have football over here where it's like commute more community based um you know with the kids going to these like colleges they live in the community whereas you know some it's more like your local team kind of thing exactly but uh, not like the nfl it's more yeah the collegiate based system over there is is, fan- is basically more of what we have here if you're playing for your college in america compared to playing football for your uni team over here the differences are, are huge like oh, yeah because it's it's, it's, it's a the... right honor playing for your college but it can playing for your uni team is a bit like okay it's not a stepping stone to, profesh- to being professional here exactly yeah so, that's why. No, you'd, you'd be to do it in front of like 20 people here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got um, like a crowd of 70,000. Me- college stadiums are bigger than our Premier League stadiums. Some so, of them, yeah. and they f- and, Well, most of them, and they fill them out. Um, it's crazy. So uh, I, I think that's the thing is with America, I love the NBA and I love the NFL, but it's just not what I want for football. It just doesn't work. It's not the culture around the thing. Like the product of the NFL and the NBA is fantastic. It is exciting. It is what it, but it's because. It's always done that way, and it, that's how it works. It's just this isn't how football works. It's so much more. Um, 
I don't know. I can't think of the word right now to describe it. But it's just, yeah, it's just um, meta. There's, so different. There's heritage yeah. behind it. There's culture behind it. There's yeah years and years of meaning and like it means. I mean, NFL's more. been around for NFL's been around for hundred years. To be fair, but obviously it's not the same. It's not but, the same. Um, but yeah, just down to the grassroots thing of it all, because uh, you know it is the easiest sport to pick up and play. You just need to train as you need a ball. Just go yeah. and play. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need anything else. Um, it's for jumpers for goalposts. Exactly. It speaks to the world, this sport. And um, I'm happy that we actually we proved it. We proved that this is the sport of the people. It's not the sport of money. And that no matter, like, I know it's in a place right now where people do spend 100 million, pa- 100 million pounds or whatever on transfers. But at the end of the day, we it does seem that the, the people that love the sport truly still hold the core values of the people that did when they made the sport. And that's, I don't know, that's something that I think we can take away of. I think it was been a really good day for football and for everyone, you know? I think it's like, going to change. And it fell on 420. <laughs> it's uh, just a blessed day. Um, there's a couple of things about the... the it's a smart the, move, the actually. Trying to catch us the all off guard. motherfucking FSG. <laughs> yeah, trying to make sure none of us notice. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, let's do it on 420. No, 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 <laughs> no one be... will know. Mm, be... <laughs> They'll be, be too relaxed to bother us. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of things about the Super League which didn't not well, didn't didn't make sense at all. Like transferring the records and trophies from the Champions League over to the European Super League. So Real Madrid would have started the European Super 13. League in its first ever season with 13 European Super League um, championships. I think that co- again comes down to like arrogance and ignorance yeah, at the 100%. same time somehow. Being tin pot. Turns out the most tin pot <laughs> teams are the biggest ones, oh. which is mad. Like, sorry. <laughs> only in their current form, it can get better for sure. It's, it's just, only your own. But like, it's embarrassing. Um, it's like I've got a Liverpool fan now with this. Happening. And like, I feel kind of bad bantering you because like and I do and I don't but um, I feel kind of bad in the terms that it's not your fault and it's got nothing to do with you but it's your team yeah and yeah. they've done it so unfortunately you're gonna you're gonna get a little um, little shrapnel I mean I'd, from the banter I'd, I'd but... rather be Liverpool than Tottenham though because there has been oh, some... Hendry's just said Southampton score against Spurs no oh, big six no. To, be, to be fair every no. time every big six club that has played in the last few days has not got well it's, they, it's got one or less points like Arsenal we, we drew against Fulham Liverpool you drew uh, you just drew, drew a lot so yeah yeah, and then Chelsea last night drew. Uh, Southampton are currently one 0 up against um, Spurs. Danny Ings, like it's <laughs> yeah. like how super is this league if we can't beat some of these other teams? Well, it's like, like the posts I saw earlier, like the other day, where it was like, oh yeah, I want to watch the top teams play each other, and it was like four of the, you know, and it was all, they were all nil nils. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want that? just nil nil games? Well, um, Liverpool, Liverpool played Real Madrid in the second leg, and it was. Nil nil. Like are these yeah. supposed to be the big six playing against each other? They just nullify each other. First leg was bloody good though. Yeah, first leg was mental. I think some it of the some of the reactions from some of the other Premier League teams as well on like their social medias were like they were taking it seriously, but they also wanted to poke fun at it a bit because they knew how like how much of a thing it was. Like with Wolves, they uh, changed their Twitter bio to say Premier League champions twenty eighteen to nineteen because they finished um, seventh behind the rest of the big six clubs that year. And if, obviously, we were basically going to be stripped from the whole records, then technically that means that they were they were Premier League champions that year. Oh, the banter's like, brilliant. 
but it does yeah. it does drive home how much behold the top like those top teams are, are yeah, the Premier League. And it, it's the same with a lot of other sports as well. In all honesty, like with Formula One's one of the main ones. Like before last year, no team had uh, other than Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari had won a race since 2012. It had been eight years since really? one of the other teams had won. Oh my! It was always oh, one of those three teams. Formula One is amazing, but it is the most unfair sport ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so unfair. Lewis Hamilton's won more races in the hybrid area, which is 2012 onwards. Uh, no, not 2014 onwards. Um, then Red Bull have as a team. And that's how dominant Mercedes are. And well, it's the same with a lot of other sports. Right. You, you don't really, until you take a step back and you see something like this happen, you don't realise how much of a hold these teams have on their respective leagues and how much they do dominate and it's not even like it's like that hat off your glory seeker it's, <laughs> it's mad to think how, like, we are talking about the dominating because half these teams aren't even dominating and they're still trying to make this european league this super league yeah. um it's so funny man um that like arsenal never didn't come outside the top four for 20 plus years until obviously a couple of years ago like there's a lot of teams that have just been consistently at that top and it is a, a massive breath of fresh air to see teams like Leicester coming through the and actually consistently now sort of being in that in that top um, part of the table seeing, but obviously West Ham are doing really well this season Everton uh, are always floating around that sort of area they never god awful but they're never quite sort of in in that top six sort of um, place so it's just a, yeah, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air to see these other teams being being able to to do something it's a, it can add a, another level of entertainment to it, i think i do i do think it could go the other way as well now i do think you can see like a leeds what happened to leeds nottingham forest villa i think this can happen still man i think it can happen i think a team like us i do think oh, the big teams back on on arsenal or whatever but it is the best example right now they've got to be they've got to be worried they've got to be careful it could they're obviously they're the only most likely because they are the worst performing team right now under an owner that doesn't really give a under shit under the top six um, yeah. exactly so uh, yeah I mean it's not even behind the Tottenham and even Liverpool at the moment yeah of course I mean you're not even a top six team you you are I guess mid, almost a middle of the pack team becoming now I guess obviously it, it could step up obviously definitely um, but yeah it's just interesting to see it, 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 this is you know it keeps the hope of football alive and I'm just yeah Fuck yeah, fuck that ESL man. Just can't yeah. pop it with the whole thing. It would have been boring as hell. Yeah. Would have been cool to be Palace like challenge for top four though. Well, that's that's another thing that kind of top four for nothing. Though. That kind of that's another thing that kind of bothers me. Like like no offense to you, Alfie. I'd, I'd absolutely hate to be a Palace fan. Obviously, I'd have to be a fan, so it'd be different. But I'd yeah. hate to be a Palace fan, just wondering not how well we're going to do this season, but the. the least amount of games that we'll lose like what's the most amount of points we're going to get this season like how high can we get like how far away from relegation can we get i as a liverpool fan i don't even worry about the relegation i don't even think about getting the points to be safe but like, it's not it doesn't cross my mind obviously i remember you saying well a month and a half maybe two months ago saying oh now mathematically palace are safe from relegation i was like i don't even think about those things because i know if there's a problem well, I don't even think there'll ever be a problem for. Well, I mean, like that's Liverpool. not always, like 
not always been the case with Liverpool, though. I mean, your old run, your old owners before um, John Henry and FSG bought them ran your club into the ground, and you could oh, have been one team that got yeah. relegated. Yeah. So it's not always been the case. It's, it's not always been the case. I mean, in 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 the recent yeah. what like five years, where Liverpool have progressed, and more money's come in. We've spent like we've spent a lot of money. I think we're one of the clubs that to spend the first billion without actually winning the Premier League, which says yeah. a lot about it's how mad, much money it? comes into the club. Just you don't. Win. You do think about people going like people talk about how great their clubs are, but it is because they spend money. Yeah, and it's because they've been bought away. It's not act like it's. You might have a good football team, fair enough, but you have also spent a billion fucking pounds, or you have spent five hundred million. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's not get it twisted. It's because you have a wealthy owner that you're a good team. That's why football teams are good because they have wealthy owners that are willing to put money in. That's it at the end of the day. That's why Man City are good. That's why Man United are good. That's why Liverpool are good. That's literally what it is. It's not down to anything else apart from the fact that uh, really Chelsea you've spent got... 250 million. It's just Chelsea. Sorry, that is the biggest like... example of the whole thing. Chelsea. Like this this is it. It's like it, yeah, no one ever I only talk about the, the the money in a negative light to be like, "Oh, but yeah, but you you you're you're only good." No one it doesn't feel like a lot of people will praise the fact that they've spent money as a way they will sooner go, "Oh, we're just a really good team. We play really nice football." Yeah, but or is it that you spent a billion on players? If you spend you know a billion I mean? on players and you don't do anything, then you deserve to be slated for it. But if you spend a billion and you win a hell of a lot, then fair enough. You've, you've done sort of what you've set out to do, essentially. You can't penalise a team or talk down on a team for spending money to make their team better. You have to and spend it's... money to make money at the end of the day. Obviously, I know football, it shouldn't always be about money, but they are businesses. And people, yeah. do, people do obviously want to make a. These teams do want to make a profit at the end of the day. But yeah, you need to spend money to make money. You need to spend money to bring all of these players in to be able to win things, to be able to bring that money back into the club again. And yeah. you, it's obviously it's a constant cycle. Um, but a lot of teams, obviously, they do get a lot of stick for spending money. But then again. Obviously, if you don't spend money, you you don't really get anywhere. And Leicester yeah. are one of the those teams that did get somewhere without having a, a load of money spent. Um, obviously, they brought in some some good players for, for not very much money at all. And they took it by both hands and they dominated and they, they won the league that year. Yep. Um, it proves you don't necessarily need money, but it's definitely a massive helping hand. Yeah, oh, you definitely, yeah. But that's that, that's only happened once, ever. So you do need money, do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, it's literally happened once and that's the only time it's really ever happened I guess but um, but yeah I, it's just it's a funny one because obviously you're saying Mark like you'd hate obviously you'd hate to be a Palace fan but it is it's because I guess it's just where your expectations are isn't it because obviously I, I, yeah. I've grown up with Palace being a Palace fan my first Palace game I was 18 months old um, shouldn't have gone probably um, but you know, and I've grown up in the community. You know, my dad's a Palace fan. You know, big Palace fan. Like I've got family, family of Palace fans. And it just, you know, it, it's, uh, it's just that, that's all. And I, I've never been more proud to be a Palace fan than these last forty-eight hours. To not be a, do you know what I mean? To not be have one of those tyrants. My, to not be my club that, yeah, that's one of these tyrants that don't actually give a shit about me. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what they proved over these last 48 hours is the owners of these big clubs don't give a shit about their fans. They can fall back on it now and say that they do and say that, oh, it never would have gone through if the, without the fans' approval. Yeah, fuck off. All right, it definitely fucking would have. All right? But trying that's to the force thing. It I've never anyway, been, like... 
I've never been happier to be a Palace fan right now. I have pride in my football team, what they've done. Do you know what I mean? Admittedly, I don't know if we were a big team and if the opportunity came to us. I don't know if, my, if our owners would have taken it. I don't know. But luckily, I don't have to think about that situation because it wasn't that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's, yeah. that's not how it was. Um, Hendry's but, also commented saying Andy Carroll signed for Liverpool for a fee, for a fee of 35 million. Mm-hmm. Also signed with Luis Suarez. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Suarez was the, the turning point for Liverpool. Yeah. And then Coutinho. On the pitch and off it. Like, when he, Coutinho was like the extension him. of that afterwards, wasn't it? Yeah, the money, um, the money from Coutinho was a big impact. That's it. It's just, it's all about, yeah, it's what it's all about. It's, it's managing it. So I think, I don't know if it will. I think everything will go back to normal, but maybe it will stop the the viciousness between fans in the league. Because there is that, isn't there? I know we're all friends and stuff, but when you go on Twitter and sit, you see the shit on Twitter, it's fucking horrible. Obviously, it probably won't change. It'll just go back it's to normal. the worst, man, that would um, well, the social media is a very it's toxic. It's mental place. how you can be so harshly judged because of the football team you support. You could literally put a post up saying "I support Arsenal" and someone comment on on it saying "Die." <laughs> yeah. That is honestly well, how. Calling you a paedophile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that is how honestly brutal it is. It's it's ridiculous. Like, as I say, yeah. social media is a very toxic place as it is anyway. Let alone bringing opinions which people might think are, are controversial or whatever it is as someone as someone who doesn't agree with your opinion that's all it takes for them to just completely rain down on you like a, a thousand bricks it is ridiculous that's it man and it's just yeah it, it's one of them things i get i don't really know it's uh i don't think anything's gonna change i think it'll go straight back to what it is i'll be bantering brighton fans on twitter tomorrow uh, probably later on today, if they if they lose to oh, do they are they playing today? Well, Brighton, Brighton yeah. played last night. Oh, they played last night. What happened? I forgot what happened. Chelsea. They drew no nil. Oh, they drew no nil. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll be bantering Brighton fans tomorrow then or wherever. But uh, we'll go good, back to good that. point for Chelsea. Good point. Yeah, we'll, go... <laughs> we'll just go back to that. Um... We were uh, talking the other day about um, well, I sent the guys a picture of um, a Liverpool fan burning a shirt outside Edmund Road. Wearing, yeah, uh, yeah, we had a, a bit of a laugh about that because it's quite ironic that the guy holding the shirt was also wearing a Liverpool shirt. Um, but and we, he picked a terrible, terrible shirt, yeah, it was like the sort of like bluey green one, um, wasn't even a red one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he's not wearing, he's not wearing a red one either, he's wearing one. He really, ca- he really cared one. you'd have burned a red one, yeah, I know. Um, but we, we were trying to uh convince Mark to uh. <laughs> To burn some sort, some sort of Liverpool thing, as well. But um, no, unfortunately, uh, he, he wouldn't do it. Not full of yeah. enough Peroni. Mark Love Super League confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, comment um, below. Well, yeah. I, was, I was thinking we could um, wind down the heated discussion with a bit of tier listing. Mm, I've got a no. jump. I've got to jump off in a in a, like about ten minutes. So just get ready for like, We call, can but... do a tier list. To... Keep going though. If without, if you guys keep going, keep going. No, that's fine. I uh, we are over an hour. We're, at, we're nearly an hour and a half. So if we do a tier list, we'll be at our perfect timing. Nice. Uh, so let me get a little tier list. Yep. What ones did we? Let me have a look. I'm just flipping on which one can we do? We did. We could do the a few up, didn't you, Alf? Or you had to look at a couple before. Oh yeah, but I couldn't find anyone that we like ones for future because they were like, yeah, don't worry. Um, we have a couple in here that we could do. We could do manage. Did we do managers? We did. I think we've got um, transfers list and Premier League balls. We could probably. Do. Oh, well, let's, why don't we start with the transfer list? 
give that a go. So let's do the old shifteroo. Bang. Castagna on it. Oh. Huh? There's Castagna on this list. <laughs> oh, he's elite, isn't he? So I need, I need to... need a separate tier for him. Oh, they've got the tiers the other way around on this one. Yeah. That's alright. Um, I need to oh, quickly do some small edits. Anyone in the chat saying anything? Not really. No, Hendry's been quite vocal, which is nice. I can wear my badge with pride, Hendry. You're right. I can. Anyone got any questions for us about the Super League? Or anything. Or we'll anything ask. else. Or anything. Yeah. anything. Yeah. Any off-the-cuff questions. It may not be related to the Super League. It could be literally anything if you want. May not be related to football. Who knows? <laughs> Jose's next move. What do we think? Uh, away from the Prem. It's got to be Palace, isn't it? We had Aris went to Brighton. Oh. <laughs> if he goes to Brighton, I'll happily take fucking... What's his face? Because they can carry on living in London and manage Brighton. That's yeah, if he goes to Brighton, I'll take Graham Potter 100%. Let's take Glenn Murray back. Uh, I, I don't really mind. Glenn Murray, I don't have it. I just don't feel any sort of disdain towards Glenn Murray at all. Um, I think he's just been so good for both clubs. It's just like, yeah, fair play. And it does really help that he had his best season at Palace. Mm. Yeah. Like, that 35-goal season was... <laughs> good times. So I'm just looking at some of these... I don't recognise some of these players. Like, who's that first one? Who's this? That's Vinicius Jr, isn't it? From Spurs. Yeah, the one he got a hat-trick against Marina. Marina. Uh, yeah, Vinicius. He hasn't been that great, to be fair. He's done sure. that, but I don't know much else about him. I'd probably say... Can you zoom in a little bit on your screen? I can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a hat-trick against Marina. He's not, yeah. on this tier list. He's not really done anything. It's I'd worth probably just, no value. Yeah, just... No, yeah, just... Dead. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything. Dead, really. dead is an option. Yeah, especially when Harry Kane is starting ahead of him every fucking week. We like have Gareth Bale. Bale. Average. Poor. Average. Poor. No, I think poor. One hundred percent. He's had moments. I was gonna say he's had moments, and it was probably there for motivation. Like Bale's back. Well, there's obviously it's a reason. Nostalgic. Starting well, lineup every time. Yeah, I'd say average. He's uh, we can move it around when we see what other average yeah. players we have in there because he hasn't been that great at all. all right. Who's this? That's Alex Tellers. Tellers. Yeah. Alex Tellers. Left to really see him do anything. Uh, well, Luke Shaw is the left back at the yeah. moment, so we, I think that tells a story, doesn't it? Or Chelsea. Chilwell. Chilwell. I'd say well played. Oh no. no I don't know. Not... The thing is, I said it. I said he won't start, and now he's fucking starting again. Well, should we put him in played well? I think yeah. played well, yeah. And yeah. then we'll, we'll, we'll come see. back to him. Jota. Uh, he's no, had injuries. He's had injuries. Mate, exactly. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say killing it. it. Right. Killing it. That's, killing that's why he's not there, mate. Donny van der Beek signing of the season. That's just, uh, that should, it should be dead, but it's not his fault. <laughs> no, yeah, not at really all. But as a signing goes... It's dead. It's, it's a dead, dead signing. It's dead not done signing. anything. Cavani, yeah, that's, he's killing, killing it, it bro. Killing he's it. killing it. To be fair. To be fair. Mendy. Mendy. I think he's played well. I don't I think, think he's killed it. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't yeah, play last game. What's that? Cancelo. Is that? Is that... Cancelo, he's killing it. Oh, he's killing he could it be... again. Oh, yeah, he's killing it. He's killing Is it Cancelo or is it Diaz? That's what I was thinking. Diaz? 
it's been there. Oh, a that's long Diaz. Time. That's Diaz. Yeah. That's um, that's signing of the season, mate. Yeah, I thought it was Diaz. revolutionised that back line. Oh, look, Cancelo back. Oh, is this Cancelo here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's that? Who the fuck is that? Hoiberg? Oh, is that Hoiberg? Uh, average. I think it is Hoiberg. I reckon, I think he's put in a, yeah. he does put in a shift. Like, I think he's played well. I, I think played well, yeah. I okay. think he's played well. Oh, oh. He's a good, very good player. Ollie, you think played well as well? Yeah. Um, but he's just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You've got to take, you got to take what people start what Ollie says about Spurs. But no, players. I just, yeah. Are we putting him in the oh, same sorry. bracket as Mendy and Chilwell? Yeah. Cool. I think so, yeah. <laughs> we can move it around. Yeah, yeah. All right. Who we got here? Gabriel. Uh, I'd say he's played well. He had a great first game against Fulham. Yeah. yeah. I'd, say I'd say apart from that, we've had. A, I, haven't thought, had a, I haven't thought about him since then. He's had a red card. I know he scored a couple of goals. He's. I. I don't know. He's I'd definitely average. average. I'd go I don't average. Think he's been if you think great. about it, our defence hasn't been the issue this year. It's been our midfield. And it's been our, our, our like. Oh, our, I don't know. The defense has had some real shaky moments this season. Yeah, but if you compare our defense this year to last year, he's a lot better than it was. And it doesn't mean it's not bad. It's, yeah, but it's a lot better than it was. So that's to say that the one defense. Like it's it's actually average. I'd say he played well. So. Uh, he's played a lot better than bloody Gareth Bale has. I hate Gareth Bale. <laughs> yeah. So next, who's his next Tottenham player? Is it uh, Reguilon? Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'd probably say he's played well, Reguilon. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a very decent player, yeah. He's uh, way better than fucking Ben Davies or whatever they had playing there. Right, Thiago Silva. Well, he's also been a big part of the thing, but then he's had he injuries has. and stuff like that. Should we leave? I, I'm, I'm happy to leave him and played well. I feel like he's been better than them players and played well, though. We could move him up here. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You guys have seen? Yeah, I don't know. I've not really paid much attention to him this year. Really, he's been when he's, he's been the radar. He's come in and just commanded that back line though, and been a good captain for them. It's just unfortunately he's, he's had a red card and he's had injuries. So I don't know. I think that as a as a signing, I think he's been a great signing, but it's not been like. It's not set the world on fire on the pitch. Mm. I mean, he's, he's done he's done well. I think played well for me. Yeah. Yeah. Has Thiago ever been someone that's lit the pitch on fire? Do you know what I mean? He seems to be just a very All regimented, serviceable centre back. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Michael Richards burst onto the scene. But, uh... That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a fair point. To be fair. I, don't, I think we leave it like like uh, who's that? That's obviously the Yeah. Yeah. Are you, I'm really tempted to put him in four. Yeah. yeah. He ain't yeah. done fuck all. Wow. But he ain't done nothing. Um, Cancelo, he's got. He's probably up there with one of the signing the seasons or killing it. He's been. He's been fantastic. I say, has he been long? He's been there longer than a year, is he not? That's what I thought. I don't know. I, don't think I can't he remember. Oh, I'll put killing it. I guess. Yeah, he's he doing well put... in that back line. Let's be honest. Let's see. He's been fan. He's been incredible. Oh, I miss. I don't know. I don't know. Havertz. Uh, he's starting. To, he's only just starting to play well. Should we play back off him? Pop him in average. No, I think he should probably that's, be. Uh, I think that's that last one's Ferran Torres. Oh, Ferran Torres. Oh, oh this one. Uh, 
no, no, yeah. I'd put him down to play well. I'd put him down to play well then. He's not been like some crazy guy. Uh, well, Havertz has been poor apart from like right now, like the last like three games. Two, yeah, there must three be a games, reason because so... he hasn't really been injured, so there must be a reason why he's not being put in that first. Team. Well, well he's, he's been playing well since Tuchel came in, really. Yeah, yeah. But um, maybe average, maybe average. Yeah, maybe you could bang him in average, I guess. Right. Frank System wasn't. He wasn't playing in a good position. Frank System. Nathan I Ake. Forgot, I forgot yeah. City signed Ake. Yeah. Oh, dead because done anything yeah i mean well, yeah he's that's coming up fine. against these other Bloody city defenders hell. he's not getting in the team which is yeah unfortunate for that's mad the only x reading player on the list oh no who's this next user who is this don can't let his pictures are so uh, oh oh this is definitely hoiberg <laughs> Oh, that's really Mark, sorry, but... Who was the other guy? Go, 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 wait, scroll in, mate. Keep scrolling in. We see that. Uh, oh god. Oh god. Oh, oh no. What has happened, here, Mark? Keep going scroll down. Out. Scroll out. No. Okay. Hold on. Who's that guy? Up. 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 Yeah. Who's that guy? Are there two Hoybergs? Is that Ben Davis? No. That's bloody Doherty. Oh my god. Yeah. Dave. He's not been very good. He's not been very. We can bump Who's him down. Who's that then? No. Not that one. Not that one. That one. He might have even been poor. That's that Regulion guy. So, just, so we can whack Hoiberg and play well. Where yeah, we can whack Hoiberg and play well. I think you can put Doherty down to poor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thiago. Where would you put for Before we say anything, Mark, where would you put him? Played well. I put him in average. No, I put him in dead. <laughs> so I think signing of the season, great... mate. Signing of the season. I reckon he is a great player, and there has been moments, but I just think yeah, he is one. But he's not been playing. Yeah, but, but, just... but he's not played well, is what you're I think say. he's played well. I think he has played well, but he's obviously he's, he's... not played well considering him last season or any uh, season. Oh, I'm not going to get away. I've already got one in killing it. So I, I don't yeah, you're lucky he's in average. I'd say four. I think he's been average. Uh, I would think that's fine. Average is fine. Is that party? Yeah. Oh, I think he's been poor. Poor. Oh. Again, injury. He problems, had a good but... first game, but that... it's not his problem. It's Arsenal, man. It's just the Arsenal thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Too. I think he still is a he's a good player, and it? it's just because he was the way he was spoke about when he got to, when he when he was coming to Arsenal to now is like the drop off is mental. Every, every player that Arsenal's ever signed. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's meant to be true. unbelievable. That's true. It's not, nice, it's not yeah. nice getting shot down like that, is it, Ollie? Willian. Uh, oh, jeez. Willian. I like Willian, but I think he's got to go in dead count. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like him, but I, I'm not... Oh, I don't know about dead. I'll maybe say... Oh, he's because he, no, he's got a Maybe because he was on a free, maybe. Or... Well, the, well, but also the fact that he has taken Martinelli's minutes. Martinelli's been injured a lot. He's coming okay, back from uh, he, quite a lengthy. Um, even he, having Williams starting at all is just disgusting. I'd say back end of four. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Werner. I. I think he's. Oh god, I think he, I think he's played well. Genuinely, I think he's played well. I agree with that. Well, I mean, for the situation he what he's been in. He's just missing he's, and finishing. He's been. He's also Mary had the most goal contributions for Chelsea this season. It's true. So I think he's what actually goal contributions well. least goals. I think he's played well. He's just not exactly. That shows that shows just how many goals he must have contributed to. Yeah, he's not exactly. even 
providing the finishes. Um, good, yeah, so I, think, I think how many it'd be if he had been tucking his shots away. Uh, he's comparing a lot of these players to the, the like previous seasons as well. I think he's I think he's been average, Timo. Yeah. Average. Well, he was banging them in. Came to Chelsea, did fuck all. Like he shouldn't yeah. be getting goal contributions. He should be getting goals. Yeah. Well, he's doing the goal contributions lead to goals. So I know, but he should be the one putting him in the. He's back also of the playing head. on the left. He's he playing was, on left wing. He was signed because he was banging in goals. He's not banging in goals. He's got the most goal contributions for Chelsea. That's not what I said though, is it? Okay, but I think I think he was signed for his whole package. I think he yeah, offers probably, yeah, but he, he's a striker. He, he's banging seen, in goals. Like... You've seen this? Oh, the oh, what was missing. that? What about what, what about Firmino? Firmino, mate. Hey, no, he, he wasn't what signed about, this year. We're going off topic. I'm thinking average. Ollie's with me on average as well. I'm, I, I, I think he's played well. He's played well. Oh, played well for me, yeah. Played well. Played well. Average. Most goal contributors to Chelsea were currently in the Champions League semi final and are probably going to finish in the top four of the Premier League. We're not talking yeah, about the team, though, are we? League by Friday, anyway. By default. Well, yeah, not anymore. Well, um, still, well, Chelsea are still they're back in the thing. So City, UEFA yeah. have welcomed them back. Yeah, I know, but, but they could potentially still be kicked out as punishment. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. Well, yeah, actually, that could happen to be fair. But um, what have yeah. we been saying about Werner all season? We've been saying he's not scoring, but he's playing. Well, he's been playing well. well. That's literally that's and there's a category called played well. I, I haven't been saying that. You're, you're, really, been you're disappointed just with Timo because Thiago's in average. And but what? Werner in played well. <laughs> He's the very bottom of played well then. I'm gonna find evidence of you saying Timo Werner's been playing well. Nice. It's definitely out there. It's definitely, definitely out there. there. It's, in all, it's definitely on a podcast one somewhere. Probably. We'll clip it up for next Is week. This... There's two Leicester players. Oh, Castagna. Yeah. Castagna. Castagna and, and James. No, Wesley Fofana. Apparently Fafana is uh, meant to be leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, United won him, didn't they? I think it's Justin. I think it's James Justin. I think you're right. But I thought, I swear he came through the academy, James Justin. That's what I thought. Might be Fafana. No, it, it is Fafana. It is Fafana. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Uh, Castagna. I don't know too much. Of, I don't really know what he's been doing. I haven't... That... Yeah. Since... He's gone quiet the left-back position. When he, like, when he got Chilwell signed, played, his but... first, like, first like, handful of games were really good. And then obviously... As it's just progressed. Sort of I haven't been watching enough of him, but I'd probably say he's been a good signing. I don't. That's not really one of them, is it? Played well. Yeah, played well. I, I, I think agree. this is like Fafana as well. Fafana's been very good. Could even be killing it, really. But the entire Leicester team has been playing well. Yeah. For a consistently long time. So, what are we thinking, Castagna? Then I think he's played. I think Castagna's played well. I definitely think please play well. Yeah, we all agree with that. Remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're doing really well as a team, aren't they? It's just yeah, hard yeah, to see yeah, who's yeah. not played well for them. Um, I Yeah, probably put Fafana maybe a bit above. Uh, I probably put him in killing it. No, no, bro. He's been fantastic. Joking, Jesus. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> killing it? Yeah, End killing it. He's been it. really good. He no, came in. Dead, dead, mate. Who, uh, got injured, didn't he? And he had to come and sort of step in, and he's been pretty good, so... Yeah. Nice. Ruben Diaz, the only killing it. But he has, though. Signing Ruben. of the season. He is the signing. I guess if we're going to have just the signing of the season, I guess, yeah, Ruben Diaz. <laughs> yeah. Man. 
Who else is there? Who, who did we say was signing of the season in our signing of the season video? I said Mendy. Because of the Pepper thing. I think that, I think that was the one I didn't do an order on. I don't think I was part of the podcast back then. The dark days. Yeah. <laughs> Good old days. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I can't podcast great way. again. I think I chose Jota. <laughs> I expect so. That makes sense. Right. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. to be fair, he's definitely, a, he's definitely up there. Yeah, he did. He's not doing too badly. Shame he had that injury. Shame Eze's not on it. True, that's yeah, a really good point. This is, only, this is only the like top top six. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the ESL team. Should have been ESL, ESL signing of the uh, season. Plus Leicester. Plus Leicester, yeah. Well, actually, I guess the real ESL. Oh, no, no, I'm joking. Tottenham would be. No, I'd put, I'd put Eze killing it, probably. Oh, I'd say he played well. Yeah. He's uh, He's been good, but he's not. He's playing out of position and he has been a bit shaky at times. But he is, you know, young. young so good, good promise. Yeah, good oh, one. definitely, definitely, definitely. I think he's going to be a great player. But we'll see how it goes. But yeah, all right, well, I'm going to obviously that obviously that team's not set up that well for creative players, so he's doing not the best he can. And it's, not it's a limited, uh, limited role. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's difficult to because we can't we can't move Zaha for being a striker because he plays better as a striker than he does at a left as a, on the left at the moment. But the way that we set up. Having two strikers doesn't allow for us to have an attacking midfielder. We need to have a left midfielder, and that's where Eze has to play, unfortunately. Um, he's played well, like, like, don't get me wrong, and he has a really nice link up with Zaha and Van Anholt down that left side. It's just, I wish he was playing a bit more in that middle of the park, because when he has, we've seen him do some really sick stuff. So, um, yeah, it'll be cool to see him do that in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Well, at least we are definitely going to have a footballing future now. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's going to be interesting. The next, I think, the, I think next season is going to be interesting. Just like the next sort of month of football is going to be interesting as well, with obviously fixtures still left on the calendar, and some competitions where some of the big six are sort of still in it. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes and plays out. City can still do the treble, can't they? Yeah. They can do a treble. Yeah. Yeah, they can't do the treble, I guess. Yeah, because they're at the FA Cup, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. win Carabao and um, League. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, thank God we're actually gonna have the Champions League for the rest of the year. Thank God for that. But, um, something yeah. that we'll probably speak about next week is uh, some of the changes to the Champions League going forward from 2024, I think it is, that they just announced. Yeah, oh, yeah, I need to look into that more. I haven't looked into that enough at the moment. Yeah, that's what I sort of said maybe for next week. Yeah. But yeah, it's not good. It's not no, good. No, I was going to say, there's a lot of people that are pissed off, um, even on the back of this Super League thing. I think they've people think that they're just taking ideas that didn't work really for the Super League and trying to implement it into the Champions League. I mean, yeah, that's literally it. Isn't it? But, but it's, it, this Super League has, there has positives that are, positives have come out of it or that we can change it. Quite easily. Yeah, for sure. We proved that we could. We have a voice. The fans have a voice, and it is a big fucking voice. So uh, hopefully, we can continue and continue to make moves and make the sport better for everyone, not just the elite. You know, do the sport as it should be. Um, yeah, and Tottenham. Right. Well, I'm gonna have to go, boys. So I've got another call to go on. But um, it was good chatting right. to you all. It was good seeing everyone. Um, are we finishing up now? Are you guys continuing? 
Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I need to go as well. We've hit our sort oh, of cool. timing mark as well. So, Sick. yeah, happy to sort of wrap it up. I'll do a general wrap up then. Well, thanks everyone for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, rate, um, <laughs> love, send love hearts, hit the notification bell. Anything that you can that shows support to us, we would massively appreciate it. Thank you. You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, uh, Apple Music. There's another podcasting thing that we use. I just have no idea what the name is. No idea either. It's I there. can't remember. Uh, but if you use that, if you use it and we haven't mentioned it, type our name in. We might pop up. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah, please make sure to... I don't know what we're doing next week. Are oh, we going to do our young... Uh, our future Ballon d'Or winners for next week, I think. It's what we yeah, were going to do this week. But obviously, priorities have to come, have to come through. Thanks for joining but, us, Hendry, as well. Yeah, yeah been been thanks for the chat. Uh, but yeah, that's it, I think, guys. Thanks to the new follower, obviously, Alfie. What a don. Um, and everyone that's been viewing. We've had uh, another good set of viewers today, I think. Yeah, so, it's, been decent. it's been good. Good chat as well. I think uh, there was a lot of... I think we've said sort of throughout the week that, that we have a lot to, to talk about this week just because there's so much that happened in such a short space of time. Um, I think, yeah, it's been a, a very entertaining podcast from a my standpoint as well as hopefully from the viewer's standpoint so yeah absolutely i thought it was awful what can we talk about ready <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the last thing i want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Love it. right well uh i'll see you later guys see you